Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Yo. <laughs> Y'all bear with me. You can watch five tracks. You know what, Gene? At least I don't play an half an hour's worth of music. Just listen. <laughs> I have a philosophy, right? I have a philosophy. <laughs> what what would y'all re- Okay, I'm weird, but I'm not going to watch or listen to a 30-minute intro. I'm not going to listen to 30 minutes of music. I'm not going to do that. I'd rather it just it start when it start. You know what I'm saying? Like when I <laughs> Like when, you know, some content creators like they long, they like their long intro so they can get ready to do what they do. That's cool. I personally just rather go when it goes. I'm not, I don't want to inundate y'all with 20 to 30 minutes of mood music before I come on. I just, that's just me. Jay Jermaine, what's happening, bro? Gene, what's happening? I, I'm different. That's just me. I'm weird like that. So I, I wouldn't do, <laughs> I wouldn't do y'all like that. And what's happening, Norville? Yeah, Louisville, plug plug your uh, Spotify wherever you go, bro. Plug it, plug it, plug it, plug it. Johnny, be good. My man out here raising killers. My man out here raising jujitsu, jujitsu uh, experts. That's what's up. Shout out to all the 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 dad daughters that got their kids in combat sports. All the girls in combat sports. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Discerning what's happening. What's happening? All right, all right. What's bracking, everybody? Bunny, what's bracking? Naturally, what's bracking? Yeah, what's bracking, y'all? What's bracking? I just can't do that. I'm not gonna do that to y'all. Hatch Dragon, what's bracking? Yeah, see what I'm saying? I'm not gonna do that to y'all. I'm not gonna do. Yeah, see, I click out. I check back in when the intro is over. That's me. But I don't consume. Everyone consumes in their own way. Some of you guys have way more patience than I do. Um, but I'm not going to sit through. And watch you listen to 30 minutes of music. I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. I need to. It starts when it starts. And you know what I'm saying? So y'all forgive me. But uh, I just can't do that. But shout out to everybody. You know, all the content creators doing their thing. I just am not going to have a 30 minute intro of just mood music to set the mood. No. Okay. I don't even know where to begin. It's so much effery. This is going to be a low vibrational show. This is going to be a low vibrational show. Thank you all for chiming in and checking in with me today. Um, Where do I begin? What is this? What is this? Okay. You know what? Is everybody here? Everybody pretty much here. Okay. Let's do this. Let's kind of get serious for a hot minute. Now, uh, if you know... Okay, those that know to know, Lil Yachty has a podcast, okay? I think it's called Safe Place Pod, right? 
And what happened was Big Se- uh, Sexy Red was on uh, a recent podcast, okay? Hey, there she is, Rose Gold. What's happening? What's happening? Thundercats in the building, okay? <laughs> so um, if you're on Twitter and, and you know about this, Okay. Um so if you're on Twitter, you know about this. They're getting dragged for being insensitive about Sexy Red revealing her abuse. Now, I watched it a bunch of times over and over. It's a short clip, but from what I gathered, the reason people would perceive them laughing is because they were nervous because they didn't know how to process what this young lady told them. Okay. They didn't know how to process what this woman just revealed to them. You know how it is. Someone reveals something very personal to you and it just sucks the air out of the room. You're just like, I wasn't ready for that. Or what what do I do with this information you just gave me? So yes, for the most part, they're, they're still young nervous laughter would ensue and then the other guy actually says hey i'm sorry i'm sorry can we talk about something else to a certain extent so i think people are unfairly jumping these guys um and and calling them names because they didn't know how to process the trauma she revealed to them right okay that's let me know if y'all see it the way i see it let's go you tell us like the craziest thing that's ever happened to you Mm. Crazy shit. It's gonna stay between us. I got raped before. Listen, if I ask a woman what's the craziest thing that happened to you, I don't expect you to tell me you were assaulted, attacked. No one's, no, nobody is expecting that type of answer. So when she gives this answer, it literally sucks all of the air out of the room. What do you expect these two young guys? And I mean, young in age and still, what do you, how do you expect them to respond to that? They're not psychotherapists. They're not psychiatrists. They don't know how to process this information. She just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're getting, they're getting jumped so bad, but let's continue and watch their response. That's the craziest thing that ever happened to me. Maybe something a little under that. <laughs> Nervous laughter. Yeah, maybe, maybe something. <laughs> okay, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, like, like, maybe something. Shoot out. There we go. Shoot out. <laughs> He didn't, they didn't know. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw that coming. You can't be mad at these dudes. Yeah, one to a hundred. Who the hell? So, there you go. High speed? Yeah, that's more what we were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Wait, Wait, you see the look on Yachty's face? Because even Yachty was like, did she really just tell us? That was crazy. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. What's, what's now, now it sinks in. Now it just sunk in what she just, it, they just processing it. It just sunk in. These guys are not 40 years old. They're not 50 years old. They're still like under the age of 30. Okay. They don't know how to process this information. What do you, what do you expect them to, what do you, yeah. All the fun is gone. <laughs> we, we, we just want to say we are sorry to yeah, that is crazy. see and they st- 
it's still it, she that's not that's not the pl- I don't know ladies if I ask y'all what's the craziest thing that happened to y'all I don't think you're gonna tell me you were abused I just it was way too much exactly you don't know what these guys and they're getting torched on Twitter unfairly I I, I, I believe unfairly torched on Twitter yeah, wait, that's definitely a, that is bad that is mm. unfortunate it's not something we should see that's something we should not we shouldn't speak on he un, now he understands like wait a minute hey we wasn't we didn't ask for all this we didn't we didn't come here to to, to rip off band-aids and poke at your traumas and shit no that's not what we brought you here for yeah okay but the shootouts and stuff um Sis. wow you know you have done a lot of things yeah I have. and even then it's still awkward after that so y'all be mindful of what y'all reveal to people especially in these types of settings these young men were not prepared and don't have the expertise or the the, the wherewithal to, to process that information just don't do that okay all right all right you ain't got no hell no <laughs> no no okay that was bad yes let's switch gears indeed okay now let me do this where is that one i'm looking for something i want to do bad parental optics if i can find it where's that first one at man don't tell me i done deleted the shit every time i need the shit to be where it needs to be it's never here okay wait 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 what is this nope that's not it hold up Hold up. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to find it. God damn it. That's not it either. That's not it either. Okay. Let's do the first bad optic. Let's do the first bad optic. God damn it. Where the fuck is it? Okay. Hold on. I just sent it to myself. Hold up. Okay, was it download? No, it was Instagram. Instagram? You know what? While I'm looking for it, uh, enjoy some, some mood music. I'll be right back. Dance the jingles. I pop your top like a can of Pringles. You don't really want the guard to lose it. Because I'm a nigga with the heart to do it. I'm in the kitchen like Martha Stewart. When I spark the Rugas, I can't lose like Parker Lewis. When I was in Rikers, you was in diapers. I was in ciphers, rhyming with lifers. You was at home trying to get tighter. Rhyming off beat. I was popping off heat. Yeah, you repping your crew? Step in the hoop, I don't eat pussy, but I'll make an exception for you. Pussy, niggas know what the weapon to do. You ain't nice because you're the best in your crew. Don't gas him. I tell Gatson, you beating me is like Eminem fucking with black chicks. It won't happen. Dude, you're not a boss. I pop bruise, I don't got a floss. I drop jewels like the Holocaust. I got tools like construction workers. And I want to see your boss because I don't fuck with workers. To each his own, I keep the chrome to reach a dome. This nigga so ugly, we should have battled on the speakerphone. See his face. Easy, man. Okay, wait, wait. I, I found one. Hold up. I found one. Hold up. Where the hell is the other one? It has to be Instagram. I know. Oh, I found it. I know I ain't tripping, man. Cause 
I know I, I'm getting older, but damn. All right, I found it. Oh, that's where because it went to, it went to send space. I sent it via send space. Oh, okay. I know where it's at, y'all. Hey, where's that? Yeah, this is it right here. Okay, okay, okay. Download now. We're gonna go to bad parental optics, mainly dads. We're going to have good dad, bad dad. Good dad, bad dad. And of course, these are black dads. Because nobody hates anything more than a black dad doing their job. Okay. So let's go to the first clip where, unfortunately, this bad dad is getting torched on online. Replace, yes, replace, damn it. He's getting torched. He's, he's being called a bad dad. He's being called a bad dad because he did what a dad was supposed to do. Restore order. You ready? Okay. Rest in peace, party hardy. All right. Dad just doing his job. Dad just doing his job. And if you're on Twitter, you know he's getting dragged and called an abuser. They're calling his dad an abuser for doing his job. Let's go. The daughter's and he pops her. This man's being called a bad dad for doing his job. Now, we don't know if she set the camera up to record herself. We don't know the backstory to this. All we know is dad is doing his job. Now, and he's being called a bad dad. <laughs> he's being... <laughs> He's being called. Yeah, right, right, right. As he should have. Yes. Here's the problem. Is it too late for dad to turn this around? Because she learned this from somebody from somewhere. Is is it too late to turn? The, exactly. Is it too late for dad to turn this around? Now, she looks like she's roughly, I don't know, what is she? Six, seven, five, or five, six, seven years old. Right? What? So she, we can't say social media, right? Because she probably doesn't have a phone. It's not too late. He's right on time. Oh, okay. The girl set it up herself. That's even worse. Okay. So that's why I think this is much worse than what it is. Which means it's probably not the first time she's done it. Right? Who the girl reaching for? Let's run it back. Let's run it back. It's kind of hard. Yeah, it doesn't give us much context with this clip. Now, this tells me this is not her first time doing this. Not her first time doing this. Where did she learn this from? And is it too late? Is 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 it too late for this kid? The seed's been planted. The only thing dad can do at this point is make sure it, it's weird. You're not going to beat this out of her. You're not going to discipline this out of her. The seed's already been planted. So all this child's going to learn to do is don't do this around dad. Right? She reaching for safety. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. 
I think the seed has already been planted. And the only thing she learned from this is to not do it around dad. What did we learn from all of our ass whoopings? Just don't get caught the next time. That's all we've learned. We didn't learn it was bad for us. We didn't learn it bringing shame upon our family. No, all we learned was, okay, let's do this differently the next time so we don't get caught. That's it. That's all she did. You know what I'm saying? She's reaching for the air to save her life. It's the shock of being hit. So, yes, that's it. She's going to learn to be discreet. The seed's already been planted. So, you would have to ask, who did she learn this from? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Once again, this, this little, it's six seconds. It doesn't give us much context. But just going off the optics off this, the seed's already been planted. Because moving forward, all she all she's going to see on social media is twerking. You're not, you're not going to discipline this out of this child. All she's going to do is just learn, hey, okay, when dad's around, don't get down. Okay? When dad's around, I cannot get down. When dad's around, I can't throw it around. That's pretty much it. Okay? Now. Let's get to our second bad parental optic. Now, this second one, this dude is, this, this dad is trash. I'm sorry. This is my opinion. This second clip here, this is a piss poor dad. I'm sorry. Now, let me ask you all this. Would you let your 8, 9, 10-year-old son listen to 50 Cent? Fellas, if you have sons, would you let your, your 8, 9, 10-year-old son listen to 50 Cent? And it's okay. Uh, no judgment here. No judgment here. I'm asking to get so I can get context. If you have an eight, nine, ten-year-old son, would you let him listen to Fifty Cent? So if the brothers are saying no. <laughs> JJ says hell no. She probably got it from YouTube, all them home streaming TV. So you okay? Everybody's saying no. Okay. So then my 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 assessment of this father it seems to be spot on you did hell no nope no he listening to wag to wagner he's listening to wagner well the kids are gonna sneak around and listen to the music anyway when not around no but i haven't listened to 50 since 2006 okay I don't even listen to rap music around my eight-year-old. All right. So this dad, this dad got his son VIP tickets, the dad and the mom, the dad and the mom. Once again, the dad and the mom got their son VIP tickets to a 50 cent concert. I'm not letting my son listen to 50 cent, but Let's go. Let's go. It gets worse. That's not the worst part about it. Let's go. <laughs> okay, this boy is at least 10 years old. He's got to be at least 10. Okay, so 10. He's 10. He's 10. 50 Cent did not teach my son. All right, let's continue. Let's continue. This is a birthday gift, obviously, apparently. But let's go. The mom and the dad. <laughs> 
no 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 dad from one dad to another no 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 this ain't it this ain't it from one dad to another this ain't it come on let's continue This ain't it. No. No. This ain't it. This ain't it. I'm not letting my my son listen to 50 Cent. Sorry. What are we doing? 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 This ain't it. I'm sorry. No. 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 From one dad to another. No. This is a fail. That's a passport. Ch- you know what? This is nothing to do with overseas people. Not su- not. Man, bruh. I don't understand. Yes, he failed as a dad. I agree. I agree. I agree. Anything for social media. I would never. This ain't it, y'all. This ain't it. This ain't it. Yeah, yeah. He got the fake sleeve tattoo. He knows every word. His mama love. You know what, y'all? I didn't attend my first concert until I was 16. My pops took me. Yo. <laughs> hey. Okay okay exactly you think you think 50 lets sire listen to his to his music do you think 50 lets sire his favorite son you think 50 lets sire listen to to his music i would say no you don't want to be like me (laughs) yo what kids kids all right let's continue let's continue nah Nah. Nah, this ain't it, bruh. Nah. 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 Mini men? You got him singing mini men? Oh, no. See how hip hop just ruins y'all. But I keep trying to tell you about this hip hop thing is ruining y'all. Y'all don't listen to me. Psychopath is having a goddamn stroke over C. Dolores Tucker. You old hip hop heads, y'all, y'all starting to disgust me. Y'all slowly starting to disgust me. Slowly, but surely, you old hip hop heads are starting to disgust me. Nobody respects hip-hop. Nobody respects the hip-hop culture. I don't want to turn this into a hip-hop rant. 
This ain't it, y'all. This ain't it. This ain't it. Young Buck replaced. Dad is a grown-ass kid himself. It's Peter Pan-ism. It's, yeah, it's Arrested Development, Peter Pan Syndrome, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. This is exactly what it is. Yeah, come on, man. Very hard to watch. I want to see the dad. The dad was probably more into it than the damn son. Yo, this is, he's niggas singing Mini Men. And niggas try to take my life away. I put a hole in there. My mask on the wall. Now you go see. Oh, no, this ain't it. No, this ain't it. No, this kid's like 10. This kid is 10. This kid's 10. You know what, Jay Jermaine? This is what people, and I don't expect everybody to know this, but when I when I spoke with her husband and her niece um, a couple years ago, they said she admitted she was she went about it the wrong way, but her intentions were pure to the point where Suge had reached out to see the Lord. They, they had a meeting. Matter of fact, this is what they never tell. This is what psychopathias forgets to mention when he talks about C. Dolores Tucker. C. Dolores Tucker had a sit down with Suge Knight. Right? I got to bring that interview back up. I got to repost that interview. So sometime tonight, I'll repost that interview. But she had a, she had a sit down with Suge Knight. And Suge Knight, at the height of Death Row's career, agreed with C. Dolores Tucker. And they were coming up with a plan to kind of temper the music down a bit. See, this is what Psychopathius forgot to mention in his rant against C. Dolores Tucker calling her a coon and an agent. Agents don't, don't, don't work like that. Now, even her husband and her niece said she went about it the wrong way, bringing out the, uh, the, what is it? <laughs> the steam, the roll, the steamroller with the CDs. She, she admitted that was the wrong, wrong thing to do, but her intentions were good. Okay, man, it was bad. I couldn't even. And I was on that panel for about 10 minutes. Shout out to George Macon, because George Macon better man than me. But Psycho was losing his fucking mind. Like, nigga, what this woman, what did she do to you? And then he, you know, tried to conflate the issue, saying this was, no, it started with black exploitation. You know, yeah, steamroll. She said it was wrong. She admitted it was the wrong tactic. But her intentions were good. And she had a few lunch, a few lunch sit-downs with Suge Knight. And Suge Knight agreed with everything she said. And they said, okay, let's come up with a plan to kind of temper the music that's a true story true story true story so you once again you old hip-hop heads we i can't wait for y'all to die off because you've done nothing for the to, to move this culture forward you've done nothing to take care of this culture nurture this culture you've left nothing for these, these young kids to uh to have something to look forward to so everyone's just pretty much flying blind, winging it, making it up as they go. But come on, look at this dad. Nah, dad, this ain't it.
Um, okay. To combat that, well, once again, Suge did buck against Jimmy Iovine. Uh, I can't get into... I will not get into all the particulars of what happened between them, but the last straw for Jimmy is once again, this was 2000. Whoever has that DVD, remember when Suge Knight posted Jimmy Iovine's house on that DVD? That's how bad the friction was between Jimmy Iovine and Suge Knight. Even though Suge Knight was the hip-hop boogeyman, he understood what he was up against. Who, yeah, showed his fucking house on that DVD. This is back in 2000. And my man was signed to them at the time. So I, I'm not even going to get into all the bullshit that took place. I refuse. Listen, every day, every everybody's walking around with guns and, 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 and every meeting at undisclosed locations and security at the at Can-Am studios and yet pat downs and one side bloods, one side crit. It, it was a nightmare. And it, that shit was, I don't know, 30 years ago. And even still, I can't get into all the particulars behind that shit. But he showed that man's house on that DVD. Showed how to get to that man's house on the DVD. Showed exactly how to get to Jimmy Iovine's house on that DVD. If you didn't see it, you weren't there. You weren't a part of it. You didn't matter. Okay? Let's, let, let's, <laughs> let's continue on with the show. If you didn't know about it, you weren't there. It's okay. It's a part of hip-hop history. <laughs> I, I don't need to be on Vlad talking about, well, this is what happened, Vlad. And this, and I don't know. It ain't never that serious. You know, it ain't never that serious. I, you know, there's still motherfuckers running around here. My, my former partner, and they took him off the life support finally, but, you know, there was some shit behind that. The woman they sent to get next to him. Um, Man, shit. And that bitch still walking around like nothing ain't nothing wrong and nothing happened, you know. And we know we we know we had security cameras, so we know what didn't happen. But once again, um, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's 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 move on. Let's move on. Now nah, ain't no gonna be ain't gonna be no Vlad. To, no, ain't gonna be none of that for me. I'm good. No, thank you. No, it ain't, it ain't never that serious for me. So, um, where do I go from here? Let's see. What is this? What is this? Okay. Let me be petty. Can we be petty? All right, here we go. Let's be petty. Let's be petty. Black folks are upset. Black people are upset. Now, listen, everybody gets old. Okay. Everybody gets old. Can't hit the notes like you used to. You know. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, shit. <sighs> Nobody's telling Mick Jagger, hey Mick, Mick, you might want to sit down, bro, because you can't you can't sing like Steven Tyler. Hey, you might want to. No. White folk don't tell their 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 artists to sit down or because they're getting too old nor should we but nor should we but 
nor should we. But Nick, I, I have to play devil's advocate, and I'm going to make this its its own clip. We have to. Yes, I'm with y'all. And and to be fair, Frankie was sick for a while. And to be fair. Frankie was sick for a good minute. He's still recovering. He's not at 100%. He will never be at 100%. But let's be exactly. Thank you. Where you at? Where you at? Mr. K2B2, where you at? Yes. Even the great ones know it's time to, to, to go off to pasture. Okay. Uh, Phil Collins. Who, who else sat down? Who said who else had a fair farewell tour? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Wait, 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 wait. Let me find your comment, bro. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I think Billy Joel had a uh, you know, had it took a homeboy from um. ACDC, he can't, he, his eardrums blown out. He can't hear. He's like, hey, I'm going to sit down. You know, there, there, there comes a time when even the old heads say, you know what? No mas. Before we get to, yeah, come on. I'm going to do this. Wait, wait, wait. What Mike check? What'd you say? Oh, what sexy red was adopted at two days old. I'm from st louis her backstories of oh yeah i've heard bits and pieces of it Ooh, that's bad okay wait 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 <laughs> let me do this real quick hold up let's look up <laughs> musicians that are retired musicians musicians that have retired retired let's see who's all I don't see. I don't want retired early. I don't want this. Okay, ten. Are, I, I, that's from 2014. I don't like this. Ah, no, 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 no. Okay, let's do this one. No, it's just no, no. No, no. It's not the list I want. It's not the list I want. It's not the list I want. Okay, here we go. 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 This is what I'm looking for. Rock stars who walked away and never looked back. Okay. At some point, reality sets in. At some point, you have to sit down. Bill Wyman, Rolling Stones. He's one of the founding members. Okay. Let's see. He says, I really don't want to do it anymore. I have many special memories. It's been wonderful, but I thought... The last two tours with them were the best we've ever we have ever done, so I was quite happy to stop after that. I had 30 great years with them. Then a really nice divorce, and corny as it may sound, we are still family. Let's continue. Meg White, Jack White's former wife, the, the White Stripes. Right? She says, uh, by that point, the drummer had been struggling with her mental health, with anxiety becoming an all-too-powerful force. Right. Jack White once described his bandmate and his former and former wife as a very shy girl, a very quiet and shy person. Okay. 
she uh, announced their breakup February. Tw- this is 2011. And if you remember the white stripes, they had the, they had the momentum. She walked away 2011, pretty much at the height of their career. Okay, let's continue. Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd. It says here, his behavior became erratic and he missed shows completely or stand on stage playing just one note. In my opinion, his nervous breakdown would have happened anyway, regardless of drugs. It was a deep-rooted thing, but I'll say the psychedelic experience may may well have acted as a catalyst. Still, I just don't think he could deal with the division of success and all the things that went with it. Okay. Let's continue. Grace Slick. Grace Slick. What does she say? She said, there's no real sense in trying to recreate the magic of years gone by. When you are older, generally, you're a bit quieter. Rock and roll is a young expression. Holy shit. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. (laughs) What this woman say? (laughs) What this, this woman said? This woman said. Rock and roll is a young expression. Get out the way. It's strong, loud, and ironic. There are just things you do when you're 25 you don't do when you're 70 because you look silly. Let's continue. John Deacon from Queen. Let's see what it, why'd he walk away? Let's what did it say? What did it say? What did it say? This man. Okay. Helps explain why he effectively retired after Freddie Mercury's death in 91, emerging only three times to perform since then, once at the 92 Mercury Tribute Concert, once in 93 to help raise funds for King Edward 567th Hospital along Queenside drummer Roger Taylor, and again in 1997 when the three surviving members of Queen partnered with Elton John to perform The Show Must Go On at the opening of the Béjart Ballet in Paris. Listen. He is an equal shareholder in Queens Enterprises. He's got an estimated net worth of well over $100 million. John Fogarty. John Fogarty walked away. What do you say? What do you say? Uh, let's see. Okay. Fogarty refused to play his old songs because of his, because of his feud with Fantasy Records owner, Sal Zanitz. He also went, uh, was also hesitant to record because legally or technically, I was in a spot where if I made any new music, I had to give it to the same guy that had just screwed me. Okay. Even though Fogarty never made peace with his bandmates, he started playing songs again in the late nineties and eventually inked a new deal with fantasy when the label was sold in 2004. Bill Withers. Let's see. Withers finally told Columbia to shove it in 1985 and walked away from music entirely. He loved his relative anonymity in the years that followed and was humbled to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of 2015. I'm not a virtuoso, but I was able to write songs that people could identify with. Captain Beefheart. Captain Beefheart. Let's see. Where, 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 where? Beefheart had multiple sclerosis, a condition that severely limited his public appearances. He died December uh, 17, 2010 at the age of 69. Right. Okay. So uh, he released his final album, Ice Cream for Crow, in 1982. Soon after, he announced his retirement from music. Captain Beefheart decided to focus his creative expressions on painting. 
Let's continue. David Byrne. If you notice, uh, Talking Heads, days go by. That everybody knows that sample. Jesus, that sample is just the baseline. Doom, doom, doom. Everybody knows that baseline. Okay. Let's see what happened here. He says, uh, <laughs> uh, they played together. Okay. Relations among group members have been tense at times with France, noting his frustrations over the years. Byrne can't imagine that anyone would else, anyone else would be important. Jerry Harrison has maintained what he described in 2020 as a cordial relationship with Byrne. But according to Byrne, it's mostly a matter of old friends going their separate ways, as often happens with bands. You start off being all best friends and doing everything together, and after a while, that gets to be a bit much. Everybody starts to have their own lives. Izzy Stradlin, Guns N' Roses. The reformed heroin addict had recently gotten sober and could no longer tolerate his bandmates' debauched lifestyles. Stradlin rejoined the guns and for five days in 1993 when his replacement Gilby Clark broke his wrist and joined the band on stage a few times in the 2000s but he's otherwise steered clear of the spotlight quietly releasing solo albums up through 2010's Wave of Heat. Stradlin issued a rare tweet to clear up any rumors about his, final, his, his lack of involvement. He says bullshit. They didn't want to split the loot equally. Simple as that. Moving right along. Mark Knopfler, Dire Straits. Let's see, let's see. Oh, okay, okay. When Dire Straits was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2018, neither Knopfler attended the ceremony and the band, former members who did show up didn't perform. This may have been for the best basis John Isley told UCR in 2021. I was sort of relieved, actually, when it was all over. Knopfler, who made clear in 2019 that the only reason for a reunion would be greed, has kept himself busy with a solo career. Do I need to keep going? I mean... Okay, you know what? Okay, let me get to Billy Joel. Billy Joel called it quits, right? Didn't Billy Joel say he... Billy Joel retired? Didn't he retire? Yeah, 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 yeah. Billy Joel's sitting it down, Right? Okay. He's been forming at Madison Square Garden, Manhattan. Okay, so as of 2024, the piano man is ending his sold out residency. Okay. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Uh, Billy's team announced that he's in, he indeed ending his residency at Madison Square Garden. After 10 extraordinary years, Joel, Joel's ex historic franchise run will conclude in July 2024 with his 150th lifetime performance at the world's most famous arena. Okay, at the time of writing, the prolific singer has not announced his official retirement. However, he remarked about the last decade of his career during a news uh, conference to share news of his residency coming to an end, saying it's hard to believe that we've been able to do this for 10 years. I didn't know how long it was going to last. Okay. It's reported that Billy's looking to move full-time to Florida after having lived in Long Island uh, for the past 20 years. Okay, okay, okay. Who else? Who else is pretty much walking away? Who, who was it? Phil Collins. Oh, this was sad. Phil Collins in a wheelchair, man. Come on. I didn't want to see that shit. I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see Phil Collins in a damn wheelchair, man. 
I didn't want to see this shit. Phil Collins retired from performing on March 26, 2022 with a sold out performance at London's O2. The night saw Genesis play some of their biggest hits, including I Can't Dance, Mama, Turn It On Again, No Son of Mine, and Invisible Touch before Collins joked, after tonight, we've all got to get real jobs. Nobody wants to see this. I didn't want to see him in a wheelchair like this, man. I didn't want to see Phil Collins like this. Good evening, man. I don't want to see I don't want to see no, no nobody like this nobody black or white I don't care what I don't care what instrument you play what music or genre you, you're in I don't want to see you like this let's have some fun I, I don't want to see you like this what should we do <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen we're pleased you're here we're Genesis We are here to entertain you. Alright, I, I don't want to see, I don't want to see anybody like this. I don't want to see people I, I grew up listening to like this. I just don't. Oh, J. Jimmy asked, did Billy Joel sell his catalog? I think he did. Billy Joel sells. Yeah. How much did he get? Okay. He went, he went shopping. Sources say the catalog was shopped. Oh, get out of here, alcohol. Was shot with an initial pricing suggests that may have hit $400 million. This was 2022. Uh, okay. So he... Well, let's get to it then. Yeah, he did sell it. Billy, what do you make of when you read Bob Dylan selling his catalog for like hundreds of millions of dollars? Have you ever had an appraisal done on what your catalog would be worth if you sold it tomorrow? I've never had an appraisal done. There have been offers for me to sell it, uh, which I haven't accepted. Okay. Why won't you accept it? Well, look, for enough money, I guess everything's for sale. What's that in The Godfather? After all, we're not communists. Uh, <laughs> right. That's right. But, but... Uh, right now, I still have control of how the songs are used. I have a, a say over how they're licensed. Uh, if they want to be used for a, a, a commercial for, I don't know, underarm spray or toilet paper, I can say no. But sometimes I say yes, because I, I'm, I, I'm a fan of broadcast. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Sometimes the, the, an advertisement will get to more people than regular radio play will. Um, so I, I'm the one who picks and chooses how it gets used. Uh, and if I sell my catalog, I give that power up. I give that control up. And they're my children. I think of my songs as my kids. Okay, okay. I went through a pregnancy and a labor with these songs. I remember how hard I worked on them. And I don't necessarily want to give that permission away for how my kids are, are, are utilized. The numbers would be astronomical. We're, I think we're talking a billion something dollars. I mean, at least at no, the minimum. I don't minimum. think it's worth that much. Really? I don't know who would pay that. I don't think so. But if somebody came in with a billion dollars, what am I going to say? No, I'm from well, Levittown. <laughs> right okay 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 so as far as i know he hasn't sold everybody else has everybody else has so as of right now he's still holding on but all of his contemporaries have sold all of his all of his contemporaries have sold so i wouldn't be surprised eventually he does
I, I'm just, I'm just get, I'm speculating. Okay, let's get back to Frankie, Frankie Beverly. Once again, <sighs> nope, that's not it. Where the fuck am I at? Oh shit, never mind. Okay, once again, once again, you, you, what did Kenny Rogers say in the gambler? You just know, you need to know when to walk away. You need to know when to fold them. You need to know when to walk away. I don't want to see anybody this get this this far off, okay? I don't want to see anybody. It was bad. Listen, it was bad enough watching Teddy Pendergrass after his car accident. I remember as a kid, like I understood the, the appeal Teddy Pendergrass had. I understood it. And then as an, as you get older and you go back and watch all that stuff from what he was to what he ended up becoming and being, he, he, this man trying to sing love songs to a woman in a wheelchair, man, come on. I don't want to see nobody go out like this. Okay. Now, see, that's what I'm saying. I, if I can't see you at your best or even at 70%, I don't want to see you at all. Just... Don't ruin it for me. If I can't at least get you at 70%, I will not just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that to myself because that's going to be my last memory. Yeah. I went to the last show. I went to this. He couldn't even hit the notes. He couldn't even sing this. I had to sing a song for him. Right. You got to know when to walk away. No, nobody wanted to see Teddy Pendergrass in a wheelchair back and forth dancing with a woman it didn't even come on y'all remember that that first music video he did after the accident come on don't play don't play dumb with me tonight you remember how you felt watching that teddy pendergrass video for whatever song it was and he's in a freaking wheelchair how did it make you feel how did it make you feel okay how did it make you feel no wait maybe Maybe Teddy had the food. <laughs> I'm just saying. Nobody, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Right? How bad How bad did pe- black folk drag, drag Whitney when she was real thin? She was singing, she was dancing, she was sweating like a motherfucker, but she was bone thin. No one wants to see that, right? Okay, let's, con- let's continue. Listen. No diss to Frankie Beverly. His daughter-in-law is my former attorney, Heather, Heather, Heather Beverly Nelson, one of the, the best entertainment attorneys to have ever, ever in the business, ever. You know, I think she's pretty much on retirement and, you know, living her best life, as she should. But if I cannot go to a, uh, your show and at least get 70% out of you, I don't want to. I don't want to see you in, in, in any other state. Okay. Come on, man. I'm telling you the truth tonight. Okay. Y'all sitting here talking about joy. Y'all singing joy with Teddy Pendergrass in a wheelchair. Don't, you know what? Let's, let's do this before I get to Frankie Beverly. Come on. I, I, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna take it back to make y'all how y'all feel. Teddy Pendergrass. Uh, uh, video. In wheelchair, the AI knows what I look at that shit. The AI knows what I want. 
The AI knows what I want. What do we, yeah, singing love TKO in a wheelchair. Don't play with me, man. Are y'all serious right now? We gonna do this right now? Hold up. No, wait. We gonna do this right now? Wait, 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 wait. Come on. Are we gonna do this right now? We're gonna do this. This is what y'all talking about? This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're doing? Oh, uh, nah, come on, show the full shot. Don't do this. Show the full shot. You know, they, you see, they keep your chest up. They keep your chest up for a reason. Don't worry, I'm, we're gonna get a full shot. I got time. Nope, I got time. Uh oh, I see a handle. Come on, man. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. You don't want to see nobody like this. You don't want to see anybody like this. I went. I, I, I went to when I when I saw a big pun in concert. The one time I went to go see big pun in concert. This man, you know, God bless the dead, but this man had to take breaks after every song. He had to sit down and catch his breath. Okay. After every song, they had to help walk him to that throne chair in the middle of the stage so he can catch his breath. What are we talking about right now? You don't want to see nobody like this. For real? For real? I, it's not, I understand that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay? Bruh, 100 pounds. If you're, if you're, if you're five to 600 pounds, what's 100 pounds? That's nothing. If you're already five, 600 pounds, 100 pounds is what? Y'all done watch 600 pound life? They lose 100 pounds, what? What does that do? What does that do? What does them losing 100 pounds do if you're already five, 600 pounds? What is that going to do for you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elvis's last shows. Nobody wants to see Elvis all messed up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Elvis died at the age of 42. Elvis died at the age of 42. Come on. All right. Let's, let's run it back. Let's get back to, uh, Let's get back to Frankie Beverly because y'all y'all going to drag me for it. But I, like I said, if I can't catch you, if you can't give me 70%, okay? If you can't give me 70%, I don't even, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not going to give you my money. I'm not going to waste your time, okay? Yeah, Elvis died at the age of 42. Let's go. Y'all going to pay money for this?
You know what I hate? You know what I hate when I go to a concert or show a performance and they don't even sing the damn song. They don't even rap the damn song. They, they let the crowd rap the shit, sing it for them. I hate that. I pay you. This is not about Frankie Beverly. If I pay you to watch you sing your song, I'm paying you to sing. I'm not getting paid to sing your song. I want, I'm paying you to sing every word, every line, every verse, every chorus, every hook, every part of that bridge. I'm paying to watch you sing every word of these songs. If I'm coming to a concert to watch you and you got me singing yours, I need a cut of your performance, sir. Huh? Pointing to the, yeah, you sing. No, I'm paying you to, the fuck? This ain't about Frankie Beverly. (laughs) Oh, I'm running back. Oh, I'm running back. Can he afford to retire? Very good question. Now, if your daughter-in-law is one of the best entertainment attorneys to ever do it, I would hope that, yes, I would hope so. I would hope so. But come on. Let's continue. Let's run it back. Let's run. Y'all sing. Y'all know the song. We are one. I'm not coming to pay monies to have you point the microphone to me for me to sing it. No, Negro. And once again, this is not about Frankie Beverly per se, but I hate when artists do that. That is a sign of a, when you, when have you ever seen Michael Jackson? When have you ever seen Michael Jackson? Hell, Prince. When James Brown. When have you ever seen them? Rick James. When have you ever seen them just say? When, when have you ever seen them do that? When? Hell, Beyonce don't even do that. I can't stand Beyonce, but she don't. Janet Jackson? No. When when did they ever come off the stage and be like? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> I'm paying good money to watch you. <laughs> what are we talking about? Come on, let's run this back. <laughs> let's run this back. Let's run this back. I'm the bad guy here, but I'm the bad guy. I'm the villain. <laughs> but I'm I'm the villain. I'm wrong, but I'm wrong. But I'm wrong. 
Now, like I told y'all, to be fair, he's he had he was sick for a long time. You know what? Ain't nothing wrong with walking away. You know what all the great bands do when the lead singer can't do it no more? They get him. They they bring in a replacement. They bring in a replacement singer. All the great bands that are money hungry and want to keep the, the the party going, they bring in a replacement singer. Come on, man. <laughs> Once again, to be fair. <laughs> Once again, to be fair, Frankie Beverly was sick for a while. I'm not here to, 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 to bash him for that. But at a point in time, it's time for you to sit down. It's time for you to sit down. It's time for Frankie Beverly to sit down. You want to hear it again? I got you. You want to hear it again? Come on. Cat scratch feet. We've got our love. Whew. And no Hey, girl, come on. Come on, step with me real, real quick. Hey, hey, girl, come step with me real quick. Hey, girl, come on. Come step with me real quick. Come on. Come on, step with me. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm the villain. I'm the villain. <laughs> but I, I'm the villain for pointing out the obvious. Come on, man. It's, it's come on. Sit down. Come on, pops. We'll, listen, we'll give you a cut of every sh- sh- thing we do from here on out. Come on, bro. Sit down. Okay. <laughs> What? Run it back? <laughs> run it run it back? That's what we talk. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. This is what we doing, huh? All right. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. But I'm the villain. That's okay. How about we do this? Let's run it back. Let's run it back. And then we're going to end this part of the part of the show. We've got our love. And no matter how much that has
You got to know where to fold, hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the deal is done. And his voice got deathly quiet. <laughs> on a warm summer's eve, on a train bound to nowhere. Man went again. Well, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. Let me let me just <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me just. I'm taking a hitch tonight. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm taking the hitch tonight. I don't give a damn. Come on, I ain't got it. I know I got it up in here. I know I got it up in here. I know I got it up in here somewhere. I know I got it up in here somewhere. Where's my library? Oh, here we go. 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 Where, where is it at? You just got to know. You just got to know. God damn it. Like I really don't have it. You really gonna play this game with me right now? Okay, hold up. I know I got it in my phone somewhere. Wait a minute. Come on, man. We going. We we yeah. We going there tonight. We're going there tonight. We're going there tonight. Oh, re I got the remastered version. I got the remastered version. Yeah, you just got no one to. Got no one to walk away, y'all. Got to. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing, <laughs> what are we doing right now? What are we doing? Hold on, let me let me go ahead and set the move for y'all. Let me set the move for y'all. Yeah, buddy, let me set the move for y'all. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me uh. Let me set the move for y'all. I got time tonight. Yo, just just sit down, man. Come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? On a warm yeah. summer's evening. Okay, what else? On a train bound for nowhere. Where we going? I met up with a gambler. Okay, and we were both too tired to sleep. So what happened? So we took turns of staring. Okay. Out the window at the darkness. And then what? The boredom overtook us. Yeah. And he began to speak. Okay. He said, said son, I made a light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of reading people's, people's faces. faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing what the cards were. Okay. By the way they held their eyes. All right. So if you don't mind my saying, I can see you're out of base. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. For a taste of your whiskey. Okay, okay. I'll give you some advice. All right, what's that? What's that? What's that? So I handed him my bottle. Okay. And, and he, he drank, drank down, down my last swallow. 
for me, OG. What else? Every gambler knows. Okay. That the secret to surviving <laughs> is knowing what's... Y'all better stop playing with me. Y'all better stop playing with me. Come on, let's stop doing this. Let's stop. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> and then I realized at the end of the song, he, the dude died. The dude died at the end of the song. He died in his sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, life bars. <laughs> yeah, hey, the gambler died in his sleep on the train. Died, died in his sleep on the train. Oh, listen, I'm not gonna play this game with y'all tonight. I'm not going to play this game with y'all tonight. Let's continue with this nonsense. <laughs> you got to do Hey, what is this? What is this? Uh, let's see. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Where are we going with this? Where are we going with this? What is this? All right. All right. All right. Yo, boxing fans. Are, are you, do you... Are you convinced that, do you feel like Charlo is going to win? I think Charlo will pull off the win against Canelo. Okay. Now, I, I personally don't think Bud can beat, Char, can beat Charlo at a 154 fight. We're talking about Jamal. Okay. I don't think Bud can beat Jamal Charlo at like a 160. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Bud can beat J- Jamal Charlo at a at a one at one sixty, let alone one fifty four. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. No, let me get in my white glass. Bro, I'm fighting Canelo next. I don't know what that nigga talking about. I'm undisputed at 154. I already did that. The niggas can't fuck with me, nigga. <laughs> that gave me chills. I already did that. That nigga can't fuck with me. Hey, I think I think Jamal might pull it off. I I I wish he took a tune-up fight. I agree with you, Hatch. I wish he took a tune-up fight. Two years of ring rust. So you got one fighter that hasn't fought in two years versus another fighter with 60 goddamn fights at the age of 33, 34. I don't... 
I I don't know. I I think Charlo pulls it off. I think I think Charlo pulls it off. Boxing is a young man's game still, and and I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. I I was I'm hyped for this fight. I'm hyped for this fight. So let's do this. Let's uh let me go where where I'm going with this. Okay. Let's do China's AI and then we're gonna do some more breakdowns of Saucy Daniels and Fleece Johnson. Let's go. This is scary. What China is doing with their kids is scary. Come on system like China has. Video shows how China is using AI in their schools. Know exactly when someone isn't paying attention. These headbands measure each student's level of concentration. The information is then directly sent to the teacher's computer and to parents. Classrooms have robots that analyze students' health and engagement levels. Students wear uniforms with chips that track their locations. There are even surveillance cameras that monitor how often students check their phones or yawn during classes. But schools say it wasn't hard for them getting parental consent to enroll kids into what is one of the world's largest experiments in AI education. A program that's supposed to boost students' grades while also feeding powerful algorithms. This Whoa. Crazy. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know Bob Seger wrote that. I did not know that. Uh, once again, I think Charlo needs a tune-up fight. I agree. I, when, I, when I first heard this, I said he needs a tune-up fight. He's been out two years. But I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Let's run this back. This is mad scary. This is mad scary. This is what China does with its AI. And then we over here use TikTok. <laughs> China, China's not playing, man. Know exactly when someone isn't paying attention. These headbands measure each student's level of concentration. The information is then directly sent to the teacher's computer and to parents. Classrooms have robots that analyze students' health and engagement levels. Students wear uniforms with chips that track their locations. There are even surveillance cameras that monitor how often students check their phones or yawn during classes. But schools say it wasn't hard for them getting parental consent to enroll kids into what is one of the world's largest experiments in AI education. The parents feeding the beast. I'm all right. I'm over this. The parents feeding the beast. Kids are just, kids are just left out. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Now let's get to some more prison culture worship featuring saucy daniels and this predicate felon right here now i'm seeing people trying to sing more and more of his praises I, listen for all the good he's done it does not will not never outweigh the evils if of him attacking men if you believe that he attacked men the way he did it's hard for me to believe this guy was able to get away with attacking men for decades. I don't know. You're not gonna you're not gonna get away with that shit in the CDC. Somebody gonna put you down. There ain't no ain't no serial man attacker running around the CDC. Somebody gonna put you down. Now I know what y'all doing down south. Y'all let this shit ride for for decades. But out in California, somebody gonna put you down. Yeah, you ain't gonna be no decades of you taking man stuff and you coming out the prison to talk about it and brag about it. CDC, we gonna they're gonna put you down. They're gonna put you down. 
period point blank okay and then the fact that you have this man coming out and for all of his good stories of what not to do and why you shouldn't do this it all gets lost because he's known as the booty warrior who's gonna take this guy serious you understand now this guy could be on the level of big herc and wes when it comes to his prison politics stories but unfortunately he gets lost in the sauce because of his oh i like booty i like booty you you're get out of here you ain't you ain't serious man they say he's acting there's no way anybody's able to get away with attacking men for decades man y'all better stop playing with me man there's no way there's no way yeah 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 he's being celebrated for known as the booty warrior you know let's do this let's find that interview on 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 nbc let's do that let's go there first because i've never seen the interview on on nbc right fleece johnson interview i've never seen that interview was it nbc this is it i've never seen this but when lockup visited kentucky state penitentiary we met fleece johnson a longtime inmate who practices a very different kind of homosexuality but we have sexual desires right so you got a bunch of men locked up in one place all of them get hard all of them's haunted, all of them got sexual desires, so what are they gonna do? You won't let them have a woman. They gonna have each other, somebody's gonna have to give us some booty. And it's just as simple. <laughs> the most uh, memorable story that Fleece told us was about the place and importance that booty has in a maximum security penitentiary. This is silly. Everybody knows drugs. The contraband is the most important thing in prison. Everybody knows the drugs is the most important resource or, 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 or uh, you know what I'm saying? The most important contraband in prison. It's drugs. It's drugs. So the, you mean to tell me the Aryan Brotherhood and La MA and the BGF are competing against each other for ass? That's, that's what you're telling me. You're telling me <laughs> the three biggest inmate gangs in in America that pretty much run the majority of, you know, American prison. Well, it was, it was say California. You mean to tell me like MABGF and, and, and the Aryan Brotherhood are, are competing for the resource of ass. That's what you're telling me right now. This is what happens in Kentucky. Now, I'm, I can't speak to anybody other anybody's other prison system. <laughs> I can only speak to CDC. There's no way you get away with taking men's manhood for decades and you not get put down. Do you understand? Somebody will put a hit out on you, and it will stay. It will green light you until the job is done. You understand? Let's continue. 
And he went on about it and on about it. In his prison, booty. Booty was uh, more important than food. Booty, a man's butt. It was more important. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was more booty, having some booty. Important than drinking water. I like booty. Johnson went on to tell our crew how he used to satisfy his sexual desires, wow. especially during the 1970s and 80s, when he was most active and prison security was more lax. When I see one, and he looks good to me, when I go see him, I say, "You come here." I say, "I'm tell you what." Uh, I like you, and I want you, and uh, uh, we can do it the easy way out of the hallway, so the choice is yours, right? And first thing you do is go go purchase, or say, hey, I need a shank on consignment, somebody loan me a piece, I'll pay you back with how much a piece costs, and you, you, get, you, your, your, you get you your piece, and you go take this dude out. We we ain't got to worry about which way to, to, to you gonna get the dead way. I'm gonna catch a murder charge and you gonna be dead. That that's all we talking about. We ain't nothing to talk about. That's all we talking. There ain't nothing to talk about. Send the family the note. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, have some more extended time. I ain't gonna get out when y'all when, when y'all thought I was. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying I gotta I gotta put in work. What we this is this no. This that's not what we gonna do. That's not what we gonna do. And it was always yes. Johnson also had a warning for the new generation of inmates. They might be asking for trouble from old timers. You know, they got this thing where they sag their pants, pants their butt. It's a style. They call it some sort of gangster style. You know, it's sexy to us, right? And see, but they weren't prepared for this, right? So you sag your pants in her, man, somebody be up in your butt, you know? And it's just that simple. Johnson even let the lockup crew know that when he was in his prime, they wouldn't be safe from his advances either. If y'all had been in her back then in them days, and as much as I like booty, I probably felt one of y'all butts. Nah, you ain't, you ain't and y'all right would walk past me. Exactly. And dare you to say something. No I'm not no shame in my game. This is nothing that I'm ashamed to admit. I am what I am. I'm a warrior too, you know, so let that be known. I'm a warrior. Okay. Now I've never seen this. It gives me some context, but this is this is almost like a, a buffoonery show. But let's get to Saucy Daniels. Another clip of Saucy Daniels. And uh there's no way. There's man, listen. You couldn't do this in California. I, I I I promise you that you couldn't do this in California. You no, but let's go. Mm. It was up under the deceased judge Johnstone. He's deceased now, but you can bring that case up and it'll tell you two hundred million. So now they made it. Mm-hmm. And then they put me back in the dungeon and I tore up the lecture chair. You tore up the lecture chair? I'm gonna tell you what year it was. He tore up the electric chair. They put him in the... 
you know they do have prison rights advocate groups in every state right so let me tell y'all <laughs> there are prisoner rights act, act advocate activist groups that just look for infractions in, in prisons to look for inhumane they look for humane um humane rights human rights violations you understand now I'm more than sure the old way of doing things in prisons, a lot of shit went under, I get it, the whole Seagate prison boxing fighting underground cage fight, that shit happens. I've never disputed that, okay? But, you, let's, you know what, I'll let him tell it, let's, let's go. There's tons of them, tons of them, tons of them. Because you could actually sue the state for not keeping you basically safe. You are state property. It's like that wife. You want a divorce, but you can't afford to divorce her. Guess what? She's still your property. You still have to take care of her. All right. Let's continue with this. Look up the year where Morton, like I said, documented. Yeah. Morton Lane College was Kentucky's governor. They brought her down there and that made the front page of the Courier Journal where they said it cost $650,000 to prepare damage done in that one room. Mm. I did it. Mm. Then they said somebody spit on the governor. I did it. Okay, I'm fighting them on all levels. I can fight you legal, physically, however you want to fight. They come to me with weapons. I come to you with shit. Y'all want to fight? Let's fight. You got the weapons, you know? And if uh, I gave my agent permission, and if he wanted me to, I'll give y'all permission to get my institutional records. All my write-offs, all them videos, that's, that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. Did y'all know about that? Yeah. The biting. Do you know why I got my teeth taken? I didn't, I don't. Do you? Well, I got in a fight one day and I, they said dudes out on me, all this old shit. I said, man, I ain't. Nigga, I'll fight whoever. You know, you disrespect me. We ain't lose a draw. So, I come out. They police don't. I met my match. I ain't gonna lie. I stole him and kind of scooped him. Mm -hmm. He got me in a headlock. Man, it was a perfect headlock. Ain't no getting out of this. Mm -hmm. He got these big muscle army arms and shit. Who was this guy? He's a big brick over man. They say that. He's a brick over man. Mm -hmm. And uh, he picked me up like that. I fought it, bro. He made me fart, and They do, but let him tell it. They took his teeth from him because he kept biting everybody. Oh, okay, let's continue. That's like, <laughs> I almost panicked when I did. That nigga was telling I'm waiting on somebody to break this up, man. Get the nigga off me, nigga's killing me, man. <laughs> and so, when I'm about to break it up, so I bit him. I bit him, right? And so, when I bit him, he hit me right here. I, it like he cracked something. I couldn't open my jaw. I thought he broke my jaw, right? I panicked, right? Start shaking my head, trying to get loose so I can open my mouth. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize I was tearing all this. Bro, that dude got 170 something stitches. And when I realized that, 
I said, I'm going to fight these motherfuckers in here, right? So what I did, the next fight, I came out. We hit, we were on the ground. Mm -hmm. So I bit dude, bit his ear off, right? Now, I can't speak. I'm not here to, to, to say he's lying to Captain. All I know is in CDC, they have the electric shield. They have a riot squad trained specifically to deal with cell breaches they have the electric shield where the shield has these um these electric nodes and you can see because it's a clear shield and you see the, the the circuit board and and they turn that shit on and you know it will fry the shit out of you fight's over they hit you one time with that shield fight you there's no fight in you left i don't know i can't speak for any other prison all I know is in CDC, they have tactically trained guards just for guys like that. They in all black. They have no bars, none of that shit. It's almost like transport. It's almost like transport when they are the transports in all black. But these guys come in all black, no bars. You can't identify no name tags. You don't know who the fuck they are. And they got that shield. And if you see it, you see, you'll know when you see it because it, it's clear. And it's got the electrodes in the middle of it. And, you, and they, you hear that motherfucker humming. They turn it on. You hear it humming. They tap you one time. You out of there. The first guy through the, through the, through the cell has the shield. What you going to... So like, it's like in a, almost like a cattle prod. But in the, you know, in, in, in the riot shield. What are you going to... What are you going to... Once again... I'm only speaking for CDC. I can't speak no other prison. I don't know what y'all do in y'all other prisons. <laughs> they turn that, you click, hum, you hear that hum, that electric hum, and that's it. There ain't gonna be no fighting. Or if they don't have the shield, what they do is just pretty much bull rush you. The first guy with, with the riot shield, and they just all brush at the same time. And you're, you know, you're one against five or six. These aren't little dudes, and you're gonna you're gonna lose eventually. You're gonna lose. You may get one, but God forbid they're gonna they're gonna make you pay for it. You understand? Come on, let's go, let's go, <laughs> let's go. So I'm bragging about it in the whole yeah. I bet that niggas are all you know all that. That's a man. We just saw a dude when I was going to the hospital. I saw a dude out there walking the loop, bro, and he got his ear freeze. So when I seen it, okay. They gonna throw that shit back on. Now, don't you know that's a that's another charge? Now, I'm waiting for him to say, "Yeah, they they took me back to court for assault on a peace officer or something." Do you understand? They do take you to court. Like, if you assault a, a peace officer, they will come on. Listen, y'all. Once again, I guess I can only speak for CDC. If an inmate had the gall to bite off. A CEO's ear. You're going back to court. They're going to charge you and add extra time. And then on top of it, before all that happens, they're going to put you in a hole. They're going to beat your ass for about half an hour. They're going to beat your ass for half an hour. Put you in a hole. Wait till the swelling goes down. Wait till you heal up. Let you back out of the hole. And then take you to wherever court from the county you from and charge you with assault. Aggravated bodily harm, aggravated bodily injury, whatever charge they can make. They're going to charge you with this shit. You're just not going to walk around talking about you're going to 
bite off the ear of an in, of a CO and no man bruh what come on let's go let's go bite you I'm gonna swallow it anybody I bite from here on now I'm swallowing it this nigga I had 36 bites bro I bit top lips off bottom lips no I been one dude no off soon I soon I felt it I swallowed it you ain't putting that back on I'm biting them cheekbones. I'm missing, baby. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to call a baby, man. No, you listen. No, we co you cool, man. I'm, I don't, I don't want to upset her, right? Please, like, you cool, cool, bro. I'm in a war. You fine, bro? So, uh, the uh, commissioner of correction was Ladonna Thompson. Ladonna Thompson. So she come to the prison. She say, hey, hey, buddy. I said, when well, you come up here, you always come up here and see me. She said, you turn up stuff. You call them, they Frank will send me up here to calm you down. She said, now here's what they're talking about. She said, you done beat up 34, 34 people. She said, look at the pictures. She said, you did this? I said, what pictures? She said, these. Man, I'm talking about, they unrecognizable when I got mm -hmm. done with them, biting them. So basically, he says, Kentucky State Prison, they kicked him out of the prison because he was too. Once again, I'm not a big Herc. I'm not a Wes. I, I, for a prison to release you because you are too violent. Do you understand? Now, the, there's only one real way of getting released outside of you being, um, uh, an appeal or something like that. The only real way for you to get out to be kicked out of a prison is if you're too sick and you're costing the state too much money. The case of uh, Mutulu Shakur. He's at stage four. He's dying. The state said you can go. We're tired of paying for your cancer treatments. They kicked Mutulu out because he was costing the state too much money. Hey, no, we don't want to pay for your cancer treatment. You can go. You can go. That's the only way you're getting out of you getting kicked out of a prison. I've never heard of an inmate. Hell, who's the guy in in, in the, and, I, and I know this is the UK, but who's the guy in the UK? Charles Bronson. Not not our not the actor, but there's an inmate in the UK. At one point, this man was deemed the most dangerous man in a UK prison. His name was Charles Bronson. This guy was, there was a movie about him. Tom Hardy played him in a the movie. They're not letting you out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just caught. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. You're not, they're not letting you out because you're too violent. They're, that, that. <sighs> okay, come on, let's go. So she said, the lawmakers want me to know, let you know, the next time you do it, they're going to remove all your teeth. I said, yeah, all right. they can't do that. That's what I'm thinking, right? So I get in two more fights, they didn't do nothing. But that third fight, the last one, well, I took dude right up, right? No, nah, it was him. I went up on his shoulder right here. I hit an artery. I bit something up on her and paralyzed him, right? When he can't move this side, this, I was turning shit out of him, right? Here they come. So they say, please. I said, yeah. So you got a visit. So I'm thinking, who come to see me, right? <laughs> Jeez. Man, they handcuffed me, took me to the hospital, and put me in what they call a restraint chair. Where you, they, they can cuff you, you, you to the chair, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Donna Thompson turned the corner. She said, uh, my buddy, they like it. 
She said, what I'm going to do? I said, man, just go and get it over with me. So they brought the doctor in there. They hit me. When I woke up, all this was taken, sold up. All my teeth gone, everything. Could they, can they do that? Man, listen, 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 brother. People in prison was talking about, can they do this? People out here doing all them protests and stuff. Uh, them protests was about, can they do this? Yeah, they're going to do it. They think they can because you protest it. You know, and, and let me tell you something else. When I say it's documented, when I get out of prison, I finally figure out, I go to the 2500 building on Broadway to get some teeth, dentures. Said you can't. They got a law out. Give me a set of teeth is equivalent to giving me a gun. Uh, I'm an ex-con, I can't have a weapon. What? Did y'all know that? I would need to see that law. I would need to see that. Matter of fact, hey, uh, RC, where, let me find a link for that for that that, that the electric riot shield. Let me find that shield. Where's it at? Where's it at? Oh, did I miss it? Hey, RC, do me a favor, bro. Repost that link for the uh, the riot shield. And uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to see and say this dude's capping, but it sounds pretty over the top. Is this it? Okay. Is this it? Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Oh my God. Yeah, when they fire this son bitch up, you can hear, you can hear that motherfucker humming. It's lights out. It's lights out for you. Ain't no fighting. <laughs> Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Ain't no fighting. Designed to quell a riot or a disturbance with electric shock. They're not playing with you. <laughs> Look at this shit. Yeah, prison cell extractions, tactical police units, and general security contracting companies. 15 uh, kV high voltage. You're, you're gonna sit down off this you're gonna sit down you're gonna sit down from this this is gonna make you sit the fuck down now once again i cannot speak for any other prison cdc got these and have will waste no time in using it will waste no time in using it on you okay let's get back to <laughs> this guy And let me tell you something else. If if I give you permission to get all my write-ups, see, I call the I can call them right now. They'll talk to me. They know me. You know, we kind of friends, man, mm. right? Me and the prison, all of you know. And I called them last week, and soon I hit hit zero. The operator say, please, is that you? I said, yeah. What you doing out there? You know, they won't talk. I said, I'm doing. Like, you know, just like, I'm calling to see if I can get my disciplinary reports and all that. So I, I, I gave him all my info. So they told me that when you got out, served out, that all your files were sent back to central office. Okay. But you can't get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can All get the it. videos, everything. They got everything? Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course you can get that shit. Come on, man. Listen, if you, is, if you do anything in prison, there's a record of it. Period, point blank. There's a file. It's anything you do, if you do something good, 
it's in your jacket. You know what I'm saying? What, were you an orderly? Uh, uh, what was your job? And, and you know what I'm saying? Like anything from infraction to accommodation, you go, it's in your jacket. So, man, I'm gone. I'm gone. That's y'all boy Saucy Sant Saucy Saucy Daniels and you know y'all got it. Y'all got it. Uh, y'all got it. I'ma stand down. I'ma stand down. I've been on for an hour and forty. It's going on. Ooh, getting late. All right, let's keep it rocking. Let's keep it rocking. Uh, let's do this real quick. Real, this quick pivot. Let's talk baseball. The best era in baseball ever was the steroid era. Ever, ever, ever. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Rafael Pal Palmero, Barry Bonds, Jose Canseco. The best baseball ever. Ever, ever, ever. 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 Do you feel like you're being unfairly punished? Oh, gosh. Or really? Bro Damn. You, maybe your group. Maybe I should say the group of you, not maybe singling you out as just yourself. But kind of that whole group of again the same kind of the same people are being unfairly punished of, because of a bias or whatever you want to call it. Well, it's, it, it seems like it. That's what it is. You know, it, um, I think I heard Barry say it the other day. There, there was no rules and there was no regulation. Um, believe me, trust me. If there was any rules in place and, and that stuff would have never happened, um, there was no test. But you still have to hit the ball at the end of the day. I think there was no nothing. Um, so it's like. Um, you know, and, and, and I, and I agree with Barry was saying, it's like, there's like, listen, it's, it, that was the culture. That was that, 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 that's what was going on back in those days. And, uh, and whatever, um, best era in baseball ever. Like it's not even up for a debate. I can personally tell you from, from me, knowing me, listen, I didn't need to do it. And, and I apologize for it. And, um, but there was a lot of fucking hard work that went behind all the shit that, uh, people want to give me to, to do what I did. You tell him, Mark, you tell him they had to make in front of Congress. <laughs> shit. Wait, they had him in front of Congress. Raphael Paul Merrill talking about, I've never taken steroids. <laughs> and they had the fools in front of Congress. Like I've never done any illegal substance. <laughs> I, yeah, they, eventually they'll they'll put Barry in. Eventually, I, I believe so. I believe eventually Pete Rose will get in. I, what they do to Pete, what they're doing to Pete Rose is is insane. Pete Rose should have been in a long time ago, you know. So I'm I'm all for letting these guys in, man. I mean, but you know, baseball is petty because Shoeless Joe Jackson is still not in the in the Hall of Fame. 1919 Chicago Black Sox. Right, they all threw the World Series, and if I remember correctly, Shoeless Joe Jackson is still not in the Hall of Fame because of that. Baseball is petty. Baseball is petty, but I believe at some point, um, Bonds and uh, Pete Rose will get in. You know, so. <laughs> hey, shit! <laughs> I love Sammy. Sammy, baseball been very, very good to me. <laughs> baseball been very very good to me <laughs> yeah 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 all right let's uh we still got some wild stories 
I still got some wild stories to cover with you guys. Now, this here. Now, let me just say this, man. Let me just say this. I don't even know what to say. What? What? Women are going to be women no matter what to the very end. So here we go. This story is catching the waves. Okay. It's it's spreading. So <laughs> it started from a Reddit post, right? An, an anonymous Reddit post. So the, the Reddit poster said he he's <laughs> I hope this is not true. I truly hope this is not true. So let's see. It's been removed from Reddit, but it's been recirculated. So his wife was tragically diagnosed with a terminal disease. And he says, naturally, uh, he wanted to do his best to support her through her final months and grant whatever wish he could. But when she shared her hope to sleep with an ex-partner again, he was unsure if he could support her. With no one to tell, it was then that the husband turned to a relationship form for advice. He began his post by sharing his response to his wife's diagnosis and explaining she was told she had at most nine months to live. I am, of course, destroyed. We've been together for a decade. I don't remember life without her, and I don't know what I'm going to do when she's gone. However, he said he could not understand one of her wishes. Recently, she sat me down and told me that one of the last things she wanted to do was have sex with a previous partner of hers. I, of course, was shocked, and when I asked why the fuck she wants that, uh, he basically says, I quote, so basically, let me get this out of here. So basically she thinks that her most physically compatible, satisfying lover was him. She gave a whole monologue about how sex sometimes is just physical and how emotionally fulfilling sex with me is. But it was, it was a, it was bitching to get to that point. The husband continues. So now I'm left with this, deny my dying wife a wish for my own ego or let her go. Uh, screw another man who she feels was better. Honestly, I'm so pissed off and betrayed that she asked this of me. I feel like I'm put in a position where I have to say yes because she's dying. He concluded by saying he feels hurt and knows how much he wants to reply but does not know if he's in the right. I just hate everything about this. So, <laughs> so people were chiming in and responding. This thing was on the news this morning. Okay, this story of, of this post literally made the news this morning. Literally made the news this morning. Let's see. Daily Mail. And so the responses were everything. He explained he and his wife had been happily married for a decade and that her that her diagnosis had left him feeling distraught. He added that the condition meant she would decline rapidly and likely need to use a wheelchair within a few months. Um, let's see. So everybody was chiming in. I don't know. This is weird. I hope this story is not real. This is jacked up. But I wouldn't put it past a woman. I wouldn't put it past a woman, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so this is the actual copy of the Reddit post. 
I can't have this tied to my main, but I really need to say something about it. And I have no one and I have no one I can tell. Uh, I said terminal disease projected to live nine months at most. I'm destroyed. The doctor said she would likely need a wheelchair in four or five months. Then by month eight, she'll be bedridden for the last few weeks. That's if she doesn't decline faster. Okay. Recently, she sat me down. She gave a whole monologue. Okay. 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 You know what? This, this sounds pretty plausible. I don't know, y'all. So the first thing we got to ask, is this story real? And if it is, this is horrible. This is horrible. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is horrible. I hope that's not true because, man, I'm telling you right now, women ain't shite. All right, let's continue. He should bust nothing. Uh, IV. Oh no! Oh no! Not in her IV drip, bro. Not in her IV drip. Okay. Let's get on with this case in Texas. I'm not sure if you guys caught this case. This is so out of. This is unreal right now. Okay, here we go. Oh no! Let me go to CBS News. Let's do CBS News. Now, this is, to me, over the top, but let's continue. So, a jury awards Texas woman, to take it with a grain of salt, $1.2 billion in revenge porn case. A Texas woman was awarded $1.2 billion settlement after a Houston area jury ruled that she was a victim of revenge porn. The woman who went by her initials DL in court documents filed a harassment lawsuit in April 2022 in Harris County against her former boyfriend, Marquise Jamal Jackson. According to the suit, Jackson posted in intimate images of his ex-girlfriend obtained while they were dating onto social media platforms and adult websites with the intent to embarrass, harass, torment, humiliate, and publicly shame her. The lawsuit also accuses Jackson of tapping into his ex-girlfriend's mother's home security system to spy on DL after the two broke up. Now that's that's where it went left. That that's crazy. That's crazy. Let's continue. As well as sending links to her friends and families to sites where intimate images of her been had been uploaded. Jackson was told he no longer had access to the home security system after the breakup, according to the lawsuit. The billion dollar settlement offers a symbolic win for victims of image-based sexual abuse known as revenge porn, which is used to inflict a combination of psychological abuse, domestic violence, and sexual abuse. Uh, while a judgment in this case is unlikely to be recovered, the compensatory verdict gives DL back her good name. The punitive verdict also is the jury's plea to raise awareness of this tech-fueled national epidemic. DL joins a growing list of revenge porn cases where victims have been awarded large sums in 2021, a Maryland woman won $500,000 from a Michigan man who posted new photographs of her online. A California woman was awarded $6.45 million after her ex-boyfriend shared nude pictures and videos of her online. Nearly all 50 states, including Texas, have passed laws banning revenge porn with the exception of Massachusetts and South Carolina. Lawmakers in Massachusetts introduced a measure last year that would outlaw revenge porn, but it is still working its way through the legislature. 
Okay, so here we go. Backstory. Jackson and DL began dating in 2016 and soon after starting their relationship, the pair moved to Chicago where Jackson had been offered a job, court documents state. During their relationship, uh, DL was comfortable sharing intimate images of herself with Jackson. Jackson kept the images after her and DL broke up. However, soon after the pair broke up in October 2021 and DL moved back to Texas, Jackson began posting DL's private images online between um between okay the lawsuit alleged jackson also uploaded content to social media sites and tagged deals employer and fitness gym okay nigga you doing too much court documents show that one of jackson's final messages to dl read you will spend the rest of your life trying and failing to wipe yourself off the internet everyone you will you ever meet will hear the story and go looking jeez Jackson, who was also accused of tapping Dale's bank account to pay his rent and other bills, didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. We will forever admire Dale's courage in fighting back. We hope the staggering amount of this verdict sends a message of deterrence and prevent... No, this is not going to do anything. I'm sorry. That's not going to do anything. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This ain't going to do nothing. I don't think so, y'all. VPN, upload, and there it is. You're good to go. I, I I just don't see this being a serious deterrent. It's a good start. It's good that, you know, but no, I don't think it's going to stop anything. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He was doing way too much. Man, niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was be doing the most. Yeah. Right. 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 (laughs) <laughs> all right um let me see what else do i need to cover before i get out of here porn wife optics china you know what let's wrap this up with bricks real quick let's wrap this up with bricks oh no 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 before i get to bricks before i get to bricks let's do this let's do this let's do this shout to wall diddy I seen him um, share this and I was intrigued and I was listening to this guy and I mean, you cannot find one flaw in this man's rhetoric, commentary, uh, analysis, anything like that. We're talking about Brazil real quick. So this was the scary part when he, uh, what he was talking about. Let's go. A Geomax or a password bro from the United States, Canada, maybe the UK is presented as the promised land. Okay. So back in the day, it was called Geomaxing. So whatever the passport bros, that term passport bros, it was called geomaxing back in the day. The same premise, guys engaged in sex tourism. But let's go. This place where women are women, women are feminine, and men are men, and men are masculine. But perceptive Brazilian men, the ones I've talked to over the years, really have a different view. So somebody left a comment not too long ago on this older video, a Brazilian, and I want to read it off to you. Here's the quote. You have no idea how terrible the anti-male laws are here. Is actually imported from the U.S. However, in Brazil, there's a saying that everything you plant grows, and it grows with carnivore mutations. Laws may be a copy of the U.S. laws, but ours are much, much worse. Here, a girl can say you abuse her with no evidence whatsoever. You go to jail as a preemptive measure while you wait for due process. Then you get art in jail. There's this culture in Brazil that every artist is art by other prisoners multiple times. Then, Okay, did y'all catch that? Now, this is part of the reason, this is part of the reasoning why homeboy had to flee the country the way he did so abruptly. Okay. This is why Stephanie Habira was able to say what she said online, on social media and get the traction she did. 
and not, and and you have yet to hear Stephanie Habiro apologize for anything. This is why homeboy had to flee the country the way he did. Let's continue. Let's continue. And you get HIV AIDS from the prisoners. After that, you go through a trial to prove you're innocent. The man is guilty until proven otherwise. If you prove you're innocent, nothing happens to the girl who lied and you have to live with AIDS for the rest of your life. If you are famous and rich, there may be more careful examination before they send you to prison, but your life is destroyed anyway. Now, much of this seems like hyperbole and exaggeration. You should probably take it with a grain of salt. However, much of the statements he's making seem to be corroborated by guys I've talked to from Brazil, smart guys from Brazil, who are far more critical of the culture than most people typically think. And I've heard similar things, not to this degree, from these guys that the laws are not too dissimilar in Brazil than they are in the United States. Mm -hmm. And I've also heard similar things from other Latin Americans. And whether or not this is ultimately caused by American culture or some other phenomenon, globalization will see to it that wherever you go, you're going to end up in a very similar situation over time. There it is there. It's spreading. Um, cultures are meshing together. Uh, other cultures have more influence, you know. So clearly, the U.S., its culture, <laughs> yeah, seeds have been planted across the world. You know, and he, this guy is spot on with it. Spot on. Remember what I said about YouTube? YouTube is the most formulaic it's ever been in mid-late 2023 because the more time passes, the more oversaturated things become. The same with geomaxing and the same with globalization. I still have a few contacts in South Korea. And let me tell you, it is completely different from what it was almost 20 years ago when I was there. Why? Globalization. Where you are going will matter less and less with time. And there won't be a spot on the earth eventually that you can go to find your salvation if that's what you're looking for yeah everywhere you're going to go they're going to act just like the u.s women or or, or western westernized they're going to be westernized so yeah where are you going to go you can't you can only run so far and find these untapped natural divine women that have been uncorrupted by western feminine ideology like where the fuck are you going to go man it's even taking place in the arab nations at this point or in the bosom of a woman. Not that you could ever find salvation in the bosom of a woman anyway, but the opportunities are getting more and more limited. And the combination of these multiple factors, women being women universally, regardless of where they are, where they uh -huh. grow up, where they live, yeah. the oversaturation factor of just so many guys doing it, going out there, heading out there, and just globalization. The cultural adoption of institutions, laws, practices, mores that are similar to the West. That's what's been happening now for decades in general, broadly speaking. And there will still be distinctions, but a lot of it won't be different. And so you now have, as a guy trying to geomax to do your passport bro thing, yeah. a panoply of obstacles that are going to either prevent you wholesale from doing it or are really, really, really going to stand in your way. Consider that women are women. Yeah. The fact that if you're going to be geomaxing, in all likelihood, you are going to be a wallet to her. You have to accept that you are going to be basically beta box, yeah. oofy doofy, however you want to term it. You're going to be a wallet to the woman in question. This is the white man talking. Y'all pay attention. Y'all pay attention. White man is talking. Let's go. And nothing more. You're going to have this deep competition from other guys. And then on top of that, you have possibly laws that you're not familiar with because A, you're not from the country. B, you don't speak the language. That's something I brought up multiple times. You need to learn the language if you're going to live in the country. Otherwise, you are going to get screwed royally. So you don't know the language. You don't know the laws. You say something and all of a sudden you're in big trouble. Whether the laws emulate the laws in the U.S., Canada or not, there are going to be things you're not familiar with. 
there are going to be things that could be punitive that you're not familiar with. And as much as they do emulate the laws in the West, say mm -hmm. the United States, mm -hmm. then you're doubly screwed. So I'm not sure if quote-unquote geomaxing in the traditional sense, say the 15, 20 year ago sense, even makes sense anymore. Okay. I would say if you're just out there to have a good time, okay. pay some bar prostitutes or whatever, yeah, that's fine. And it's a very clear and naked, no pun intended, transaction. But if you're looking for love, well, for one thing, you're probably not going to be on this channel because why on earth would you think that way after all you've learned about human psychology and male-female psychology? But yeah, you're probably not going to find that stuff anymore. Where are people going to go next? War zones? You're going to go to Mogadishu, Somalia to find Man. the love of your life? Man. Because again, the places you can go, they're narrowing, they're getting fewer and fewer, and you need to be on the lookout for that sort of thing. Regardless, if you're on a Geomax, you need to know that you will be a wallet to her and probably nothing more. You don't right. share a language, you don't right. share a culture, yeah. you don't share really anything. So the only thing you can entice her with is going to be your wallet. Because let's be honest, if you are a very attractive and popular guy in, say, the United States or the UK, it's unlikely you would have left the country in the first place. Talk that shit, white man. <laughs> if you already were someone's... Jeez, man. <sighs> there it is there in a nutshell. But let a couple more minutes and we out of here to go in Geomax to find your fortune. So yeah, be prepared to be a wallet and be prepared to deal with all the stuff that I've mentioned. There is increasingly no place left on earth that is safe. And that's just something you're gonna have to learn to accept one way or another. As a All right, shout out to Thinking Ape. Uh, shout out to Walt Diddy for sharing Thinking Ape's uh, page. This is an excellent breakdown. Man, I mean, spot on. What are you, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? All right, let's get to this. Uh, shout out to RC real quick. Uh, this is the bricks pay. So before we get into bricks pay, because you will comply, you will comply, you will comply. This is the PDF of the central bank digital currency. This is the global interoperability, the principles from the World Economic Forum. Okay, you will comply. You will comply. Okay. You will comply. It's a preface, executive summary. Uh, central banks have different motivations for exploring and developing the central bank digital currency and the demand for improved domestic and cross-border payment rails different across jurisdiction. To help central banks in the planning and development of their CB CBDCs and to make sure that interoperable functionalities are considered in time, the central bank community should take steps at the beginning of the design process to include these considerations. Trust in the payment instrument, promotion, promoting innovation, financial inclusion, monetary and economic stability, payment efficiency and security, regulatory compliance and financial integrity, privacy and data protection, cybersecurity and resilience, user experience and accessibility, on, offline capabilities, cross-regional cooperation, public-private cooperation, and uh, interoperability and standards. You're not going to need to call your credit card and be like, hey, I'm, I'm going overseas. When they issue out these cards, it's going to be accepted nationwide. You know what I'm saying? So, and this is the countries so far that expressed their desires to join the BRICS. Algeria, Argentina, Bangladesh, Bahrain, Belarus, Bolivia, Venezuela, Vietnam, Honduras, Egypt, Indonesia, Iran, Cuba, Kazakhstan, uh, Kuwait, Morocco, Nigeria, UAE, Palestine, Saudi Arabia, Senegal, Thailand, Europe. Once this thing goes, gets online, they're going to give you a card and it'll be used, used everywhere in the world. There's going to be no need to call American Express or MasterCard or Capital One. Be like, hey, I'm, I'm out of I'm out the country. No, no need for all that. 
No need for all that. Let's continue. Let's continue. This is the Bricks Pay. This is the Bricks Pay project. <laughs> They're not playing with y'all. <laughs> They're not playing with y'all. Look at this. Bricks Pay is a digital payments platform that is being jointly developed by the members of countries of the Bricks. Uh, Bricks Pay aims to enable digital payments between the different countries in Bricks Plus format allowing businesses and consumers to securely and seamlessly make and receive payments in their local currency. The platform is designed to reduce the cost and complexity of international payments while also providing a secure and reliable way to pay for goods and services. You will comply. You will comply. So between the BRICS, they have 3 billion people, which is 42% of the population of the world. 40 uh, million square kilometers that's 30 percent land area of the world 24 tr trillion in, in u.s dollars monies that's 26 percent gdp gross in a domestic gross domestic product of the of the world and 3 trillion in u.s dollars which is 20 percent of exports and imports of the world between these five countries you will comply you will comply Bricks Pay is an expansion of the payment options for companies and citizens of participating countries as well as for the entire world and our existing or emerging emerging payment solutions. You're going to comply. Let's see here. Decentralization financial flows are distributed among certain number of participants and are not concentrated in the hands of central operators. This, re this reduces the risk of system failures, increases the stability and transparency of working conditions. The uh, efficiency, the payment system will have low transaction costs and fast payment processing times. Security, the payment um, system ensures the security of financial information and transactions and is highly protected from fraud and cyber attacks. Transparency, Bricks Pay should have clear rules and regulations that are publicly communicated to all participants. Uh, sustainability, Bricks Pay is designed to promote long-term economic stability and resilience of artificial barriers to economic development. Listen. Uh, the inclusiveness the system is accessible and provides an equal opportunity for individuals and businesses regardless of their background or financial history regardless of income location or other factors not contrary to law all parties involved in financial transactions must be held accountable for their uh, actions and decisions you will comply you will comply let's continue um i'm gonna wrap this up last one uh new jersey's being sued Three New Jersey districts have schools tell parents if their child changes gender. Oh, wow. Jeezy peach. Let's go. Let us go into this. This sounds like some malarkey. Do -do 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 -do. Let me get these comments. Bricks. All white. <laughs> All white bricks. <laughs> Is that a Gucci Mane song? Bricks. Yeah. Okay, okay. Red Skins and Blues is up in the house. All right, all right. Yeah, you're going to come. Listen, they're going to get you one way or the other. A fight over parental rights and transgender children's Man. rights front and center this today outside a New Jersey courthouse. Inside, the battle lines were drawn. On one side is the state of New Jersey. There will be irreparable harm. Um, to transgender students if these policies are implemented. And on the other side, three school boards arguing that parents need to be notified 
if their child decides to use a different name or different pronouns at school. Parents have to be involved. And if the state has its way in this case, there will be no parental involvement in the first place. News Nation investigative correspondent Rich McHugh is outside that courthouse where the battle went out, went under, was underway today. Rich, this is not some fight over a curriculum or banning books. There are a lot of deep emotions about these policies. No, Elizabeth, this is certainly heated. On one side, you have transgender activists and the state saying these new guidelines are discriminatory. The parents I spoke wow. with, though, are angry, and they say this is about safeguarding children. This is crazy. The debate began in June when Middletown Board of Education disagreed with New Jersey state guidelines, which say, quote, there is no affirmative duty for any school district personnel to notify a student's parent or wow. guardian of the student's gender identity or expression. That means schools here will not notify a parent if their child is transitioning gender in school. For the state to tell teachers to keep this. Listen, white folk ain't going to be. Shout out to the white folk, because y'all not going to put up with this shit over y'all kids. Now, black folk, <laughs> that's, that's another story. But white folk, shout out to the white folk that, 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 that will fight tooth and nail for their kids. Secret from their parents is just crossing the line. Katerina Skolaski, mother of three kids in school here, spoke out against the state guidelines. The state is interfering with my parental rights to raise my children. Okay, okay. And they do not have a say on how my children are raised. Middletown Board of Ed member Jacqueline Tobacco says the issue came to light last year when they realized some school teachers were using whiteout to change the names of some children wow. on documents being sent home to parents. Wow. We were basically you know, being duplicitous to parents about what was actually going on with their, ch with their children. On June 20th, despite three hours of protest, the board issued new guidelines stating that if a child wishes to change their name or transition gender in school, mm -hmm. their parents be notified. Within 24 hours of us passing our policy, we were sued by the attorney general. The attorney wow. general alleging in the suit, quote, outing these students against their will poses serious mental health risks. Do you see how far they're willing to go with this? Do y'all understand how far they're willing to take this? Jeezy Peach, this is insane. Threatens physical harm to students, including risking increased suicides. Frank Capone heads the Middletown Board of Education. I just asked like the, the governor and the attorney general, do you not want to know what's going on in your child's life? Governor Murphy did not respond to our request for an interview. Respected transgender psychologist Dr. Erica this Anderson advised the board crazy. on their guidelines. The rightful authority for uh, the, the health and well-being of children resides with parents. So to cut parents out of something so significant that's happening at school is a, is a grave mistake. Hi, good morning. My name yeah. is Aaron Friday. It's a debate playing out in states across America. And Aaron Friday is a California mother and has become the voice of the resistance. She says that her daughter was transitioning as a freshman in public high school there, and the school hid it from her. Oh. I was floored, angry. Since then, Friday has been fighting in California to introduce a notification bill so schools cannot keep secrets from parents. I decided that it was my duty to keep talking and telling my story, especially since I'm a Democrat of 37 years uh -oh. and the press doesn't ever want to talk about the fact that Democratic parents are against this. Oh. It's always framed as a right wing or a religious issue, uh -oh. and it's not. It's a parental issue, and it's a child safeguarding issue. Back uh -oh. here in New Jersey, this could be a fight that rages on for months, even years. Unfortunately, this right here is the hill that I die on. 
Okay. This cannot go any further. Okay. You're not backing down. I'll never back down to that governor. And that's y'all. Whew. This could get ugly. And I mean, like people at your doorstep ugly because I'm ignorant like that. I will be at somebody's doorstep. Like, I need you to come out and talk to me and explain this. <laughs> I need to, I need you to come talk to me. Step outside your home so you can come talk to me. Now, in court today, the state asked the judge that the current policies, the current state policies remain in place. The judge said he would decide soon, didn't elaborate, said he would decide soon on whether the three new board, uh, three new policies from the, the Board of Education could be, could be used or could be implemented. This Elizabeth? is crazy. For years, Rich. It could be. I mean, that's what they speculated in court. They, the state said... Uh, we could probably get this done in 120 days. And then, then the judge said, are you serious? And they, were, they all kind of joked. And they said, this could stretch on for years. Wow. wow. All right. Rich McHugh, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Wow. Yo, that shit. Let me, we're going to get out of here on that one. That shit is crazy. And, and this is the thing. Parents have to stay vigilant. Like, you cannot fall asleep at the wheel on this. You have to stay vigilant. You have to stay on their, on their necks. You have to. You have to. So, wow, that's, 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 uh, that's crazy. That's crazy as hell. Uh-oh. Let me see what happened. Wait, what? Uh-oh. Somebody wilding out in the chat? What is going on? Uh, okay, um, somebody wilding out in the chat. Let me go ahead and help them. Are they out of here? Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. Shit. All right, so I'm out of here. Yeah, this is. Parents, you must stay vigilant. Parents must stay vigilant. You guys are the, we are the last defense. Because if the parents say the hell with it, it's a free-for-all. So with that being said, I'm going to get out of here. Thank everybody for hanging out with me tonight. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hey, yo. Matter of fact, let's go out with some party, Artie. Let's go out with some party. While you was in diapers, I was in, I was in Rikers. I was in Cyphers. Rhyming with lifers. <laughs> you was at home trying to get tight. Dance the jingles, I pop your top like a can of Pringles. You don't really want the guard to lose it, cause I'm a nigga with the heart to do it. I'm in the kitchen like Martha Stewart. When I spark the Rugas, I can't lose like Parker Lewis. When I was in Rikers, you was in diapers. I was in ciphers, rhyming with lifers. You was at home, trying to get tighter. Rhyming off beat, I was popping off heat. Yeah, you repping your crew, yeah. skipping the hoop. I don't eat pussy. But I'll make it.